Hey everyone, welcome to Lauren.Live. We've got Ben Myers back for a part two. Hey Ben. Hey there. Thanks for coming on the show again. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. I think it was pretty clear we had a lot to talk about and more to talk about today. So here we are. For sure. I agree. Yeah, part two. Um, If you haven't seen the first um, episode with Ben, go and check it out. Um, he's, it's, it's even hard to describe what you do because I feel like you do a little bit of everything. He's got a background, um, in actual science and medicine PT, but also he's really moving into more of this, uh, spiritual essence of healing bodies through, um, he's able to channel and he can do, um, sound healing and he does tarot card reading, and you've helped, you've done some stuff with friends and other people with like remote viewing, and I mean, the list goes on. Is there anything I'm, I'm leaving out? But No, I mean, no, but just like humbly, just a jack of all trades. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's really neat because um, there's a lot that you can offer, and I appreciate the scientific and medical, like real life stuff, but then all, not real life stuff, stuff that a lot of people can like tangibly understand here, and then also bringing in and interweaving the spiritual aspect. So I think that's really neat. Thank you. So we spoke about life after death in the last episode, and we went down a ton of different rabbit holes, but there were a couple things that I felt like um, we should touch you know, deeper on, and then also... Um, I've been noticing, and I spoke about this in my episode that actually went live today. Um, I've been noticing through another channeler and yourself that Jesus is really coming through a lot to different people um, in you know channeling sessions as a guide. Kind of think of him as like a master guide for this realm. And I'd never heard that before. I just always thought as Jesus is you know this Christian either character or a historical figure, however you want to view him. Um, but you know center of the Christian faith, a savior, a Messiah. And I've never thought about him in any other way. And to think of him now more as he is actually available as a guide, that's fascinating to me. Um, so I'd love for you to share more about that, like what type of a guide he is, a little bit more about him. And then also like what what is he trying to um, you know, offer as far as guidance goes to you and others right now? Why is he coming through so much more than maybe he has before to others? Um, you know, actually learn, like when you think about it is that it was foretold within the biblical scripture and, and just know again, like I'm not coming from a dogmatic standpoint, even I practice, even though I practice a specific de- denomination, I can't say that I wholeheartedly identify with just that alone. I think like, you know, what we talked about last time is that my, um, my spiritual essence has kind of like risen above just organized religion or denomination. So just coming from not coming from dogmatic uh, nature is um, it's a big train of thought too. So just understanding that he's coming through, that it was foretold that he, that there would be a second coming and, and many disciples after he, he was crucified and died, believed that it would be a second coming very soon and quite soon to, to where people at this day believe that he's coming in another physical form. When, when I was supposed that that would be partially accurate is that for those 
that are willing to, to kind of like change the way of their thinking to change the way that they might action themselves. Meaning, you know, what stimuli do you take in your know, radio stations, TV, basically alchemizing, if you will, um, food, water, meditation, prioritization of, of exercise, all that's essentially stimulating a light body, if you will. And so, um, kind of moving that into place is that as like your body biologically, biochemically, really spiritually and emotionally aligned that you get through all your kind of depths, your murkiness, um, which a lot of times for people is their empowerment. There's a blockage normally between the, the empowerment of the solar plexus and the heart. So just if you were to think of kind of like your midsection right below, like the breastbone kind of area that there is that there is this huge wall. And so, but once you kind of do your own work, you, you face your shadow, you face, you know, it in a, as, a, an aspect of light of love, you're able to transcend it. And then you're able to then get into the, your upper chakras. And when that happens and it's now open, the channel is wide open and you ask the question, Jesus be here. Boom. It's there because in that in that time time and space and that reality, once somebody comes uh, brings in conscious thought of a being, there's an instantaneous connectedness. So I did a, I did a a video on YouTube where we the person um, Tiffany and I had channeled was raw, and just because of the fact that he was brought in, he was in. So then I was automatically like talking to him through her kind of as her instrument. So kind of like piece it back together is if you bring in these beings such as Jesus in a conscious state of pure heart and meditation, the call will be answered. The prayers will be answered. And so you're essentially attuning your frequency. You know, people think of decibels and they think of Hertz. I mean, this is just very scientific in nature, right? We're just blending, we're just putting words and verbiage to something that, that we all can understand, you know, those in an energetic space and those that live in the reality now um, in a very, if it's a three-dimensional kind of reality, nothing wrong with it, but if it's there, we're just able to like be able to use the verbiage they would understand is that if you, if you imagine like your body being a conglomeration of just like molecules, like moving at speeds, right? Hot, cold temperatures, molecular like structures speed up and slow down. If you raise your vibration just due to the awareness, due to breathing, and you get up to a certain state where now you come into a resonant frequency with the Christ consciousness, you're able to, to become in tuned with whatever Jesus in that ascended master, this higher dimensional being seven dimensional plus can come in and speak to you and through you. So um, I know I didn't answer all the question there because no, okay. it's just a it's big, you know, a big a broad yeah, term. And we can take our time before For we sure. keep going just to help myself and others listening just to make sure. So, one, how do you clear those, you know, your heart and your th the rest of the chakras up to bring him in? 
Like, how do you I mean, do that? Besides just talking to him, I mean, that's part of it, is just talking outwardly, believing that they're going to come through. You might have to be ready for it, too. I mean, there's probably many factors, but, like, you know, you're saying all this stuff, and people are like, okay, cool, like, I'm going to try it. But, like, how do you kind of unblock yourself, I guess, to o- welcome that in? The first part would be an authenticity of belief. Mm-hmm. If you don't think it, then it's not happening. Because mm-hmm. in many, in many, like, higher thought forms, it's a thought, word, an action, or deed. So, so the first step would be to believe. And if you believe with your heart and not your mind, like your heart will always be true to you. Mm-hmm. If you believe with your mind, and if you're in a fear layer, reptilian, very emotional survival layer, which many people, myself included, has been, mm-hmm. get to where now you're, you're second-guessing. You're, you're, you're doubting. Mm-hmm. You've already shut the transmission it's off. A lizard brain sometimes, right? Very much, very much so. Okay. So just the, the limbic system for anybody okay. that just takes a look. Okay. Um, the amygdala and other areas, just specific okay. uh, is that parts of the brain. Like you're second guessing your intuition and anything that's outside of just this like 3d, like factual, would that right. be like we're blocking ourselves in a way by just not even like letting intuition or outwardly th- out outside of this realm come in? Is that kind of what Correct. you're Okay. It's like a resistance that we okay. put up. That we actively resist. And so just by thinking and believing and then speaking, you know, the questions that are asked and it was ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find and knock and the doors will be open to you. I mean, it, it's pretty clear, you know. That's crazy, actually. Yeah, it's literally like written in the Bible and people that believe it, right? And they pray to him. But because, again, like we talk about different religions, it doesn't even matter what you, if you're Christian, not Christian, spiritual, whatever you want to call yourself, it's still available for you. And it's even written in the book it's there. Mm-hmm. to tell you, like, you can access this. And And rather than focusing on his story, so the the kind of more patriarchal place that we're in at this point in time before the kind of like change of the eon that, that we're heading into a very um, sons and daughters of creation, if you will, kind of essence, like a, a age of like Horus, um, that the words are written in red uh, in a session just before on, a, on another hypnotherapist, uh, Alba Weinman, is to look in the, the text of the red because that was verbatim of what he had said. And so I can't, I can't remember if your last guest, uh, when, when thinking about it, he said he was going to go back and and look into the studies. Um, And I can't remember if he said this, but it would be go back and look at the red text. And I'd also wonder at, at, you know, thinking about this a little bit further, I would equally wonder in those that study the Dharma, the Vedic texts and the other things, makes me wonder if there's any sort of red direct spoken the quran red direct spoken the torah red direct spoken and just see what if there are what are they and then essentially if there are equally do they share the same patterns and trends yeah but also if there's not anything red to say that this is verbatim then makes you question of whether or not is his story sure rather than our story, which would be in the red texts that we're trying to essentially get out to the world. 
right? And we try to translate. And I wanted to take a quick break to tell you about a special company that I've been digging lately. You probably know from some of my earlier podcasts that I'm very passionate about companies that care about their customers and the earth. I only share brands and products with my listeners that I use or wear in real life. With that said, I'd love to tell you about Ana Luisa Jewelry. I love that Ana Luisa creates timeless and chic jewelry while being earth conscious and sustainable. They ensure their designs are 100% carbon and water neutral, and they use recycled materials when possible. I appreciate how fair their pricing is for such high quality designs. Pricing starts at $39 with sales up to 25% off. If you are looking for a thoughtful, affordable gift, Get your holiday gift shopping on at analuisa.com. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A.com. You can use this special link to shop. H-T-T-P-S colon forward slash forward slash shop dot analuisa.com forward slash Lauren live. I picked out some beautiful earrings and necklaces from Anna Luisa's collection. The boa gold snake earrings that are super delicate yet make a stylish statement. And the Molly cubic zirconia ear climbers. They are hot. They're crafted in recycled sterling silver. They're glamorous and versatile. And you can wear them every day or on casual occasions as well. Go check them out on the website. I'm not kidding you. They are sexy. (laughs) I have some delicate gold necklaces from their line as well that are perfect for stacking together. The Ina herringbone chain necklace and the Isabella freshwater pearl pendant necklace are my favorite pieces to wear together right now. They go perfect with jeans and a t-shirt as well as a fancier blouse and slacks. New jewelry collections are released every Friday on their site. Head on over to their website, https colon forward slash forward slash shop dot com slash Lauren live. I absolutely recommend checking out Anna Luisa for a special gift for yourself or someone special in your life. I'm thrilled to share conscious brands with you that I believe in. I hope you check out their site. When you have a moment, head on over to https colon forward slash forward slash shop dot com slash Lauren live. So this is interesting. So, you know, there are a lot of truths in there, probably in many mm-hmm. religions, but we're obviously speaking specifically in the Bible and Christianity with Jesus, but there are probably people that channeled, but then somehow there's been stuff where translations have gone awry and different things have happened. Is that your understanding? Very much so. Like a lot of the texts were changed. You know, a lot of them supported a narrative, yeah. um, especially within some of the first popes. Um, Constantine and others. Um, A lot of those texts change, but the difference is back in those times that the the word was spoken and the word was translated. And yes, we can say that that there would be distortions in that story. Like we've all played telephone at a time, hopefully, maybe maybe not all have, but hopefully they played telephone to realize that the first message you know, is very distinct and clear. The second message is massively off. Yeah. But at that point in time, it was okay to be interjected to maintain accuracy. Mm-hmm. And so when you'd have groups to kind of like maintain one another's accuracy, that's how a lot of those, the, the words just transferred. Mm. 
not to get too deep, just a fun mm-hmm. little question and take as much time as you want, but just okay. interesting. Have you, or have you ever heard of anyone channeling with Jesus, getting his thoughts on, you know, you've been like basically <laughs> painted as this savior of all, and you're the only way. And obviously many of us who are very open spiritually would disagree that he's the only way that you could go to, um, you know, the next place or be your soul is saved, you're eternal. Um, I obviously believe that's very limiting, but um, it's a nice thought, but I, I just think there's so much more. There's other guides, there's other gods, there's a universal consciousness. How could it just be him? Have you ever heard or do you have any like thoughts on just what he may say to that? Or have you actually specifically channeled that? Like, hey, people, are mm-hmm. you really the only way through? Very much so. Like, no, I, I have. Okay. Uh, I have while, you know, just doing different like meditations or like chores around the house. Sure. But he would, he would say, and I'm just kind of like listening and tuning in now. He said that out of all things before Abraham, I am. To understand that I am is the key words in the beginning in which that I am the way, the truth, and the light. And you will not enter the kingdom of heaven until you go through me. Which means that I am, as you are, all gods, all things creation, all things divine and feminine and masculine in nature, even though all you hear believe it in terms of a gendered specific standpoint versus in our world, it's androgynous in nature. And which from there, I am is the beginning of all creation. We all have the same cells, the same God cells, We all have the same essence of fractals of light from the all that is. And within that, out of that mirror, I am no different than you are me. And so when I say that I am the way, the truth, and the light, that means so are you. I'm no savior. You are the same thing. Therefore, that makes you a savior, no different, God-embodied and maker of your own life, your own destiny, your own manifestation, that it's your way and your people needing to empower themselves and understand that humanity must be their own saviors. Nobody's going to come and save them. There's an instance of reliance on the medical profession. Some are doing their jobs and some are not. Some are preventing their jobs to maintain active essences of power. But ultimately, when you'll come to realize it's meant for you to save yourself as your own God with no doubt and powered, powered, embodied. I am the truth. The words that are written are not completely factually accurate. The words that are written have been tampered with. I've given you my speech. I told this vessel that it's in the red text. I've mentioned for him to read it several times so that in a case like this, 
he could recite it. He's doing the best that he can. In which that from there, for all of you listeners out there, if you want to know me in the truth, in the way, in the light, look at the red text. It's all before you. It's massively clear. For the people at the time, there had to be stories that were changed to make it understandable for those at that time what they might understand. From the world that I came from, the higher dimensional standpoint, their brains might not completely understand and process. So from there, I gave them what they might know. And you today in your modern world might need some different changes of stories that this one and others that both understand the bridging of the gap that's necessary at this time. They're trying to do their best and allowing the masses to understand the full entirety of the message being sent. So in spoken word, you might hear it, you might see it, symbols might activate it, but there are things there. It's all words. And some words and some planets, the words are, are scales, they're notes, they're vibrations. And some others, they're three-dimensional, multi, multi-dimensional in nature in some form of what you might call a hologram. But they're all there. I am the way. And it's that path that you take in your own enlightenment on your time to get there and and just commune with the all that is and allow your opening of oneself to do the work that it's not any quick fix. It's not a short-term satisfaction. If you, if you will, it's a long journey, but it's a, a a grateful journey. There you go. That's what I got. That was live everybody live channeling okay oh uh yeah i got i gotta do some homework um (laughs) i definitely gotta uh there's been multiple occasions where just um learning things uh just just from a lot of the a lot of it's in the new testament um but in the red Hmm. so but but it, it might be oh my gosh there's so many that you could start start with um just from there yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's pretty crazy. Well, I've never had like a live channeling. Yeah. Recording. I've never done it either <laughs> on, on a live stream. That's pretty cool. Mm. Okay. So kind of what many of us have thought um, who are not necessarily tied to one belief system, organized system is that we are all one. We are all connected. We are our own gods because we are in a sense, you know, consciousness wanted to experience different experiences through each of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. That's kind of cool just to, to hear that affirmation, I guess, you know, um, and that we have what we need within. But it sounds like he is a truth light center and he is a guide definitely mm-hmm. here for us. When you think, you know, I, I oftentimes thought about this, at least I would think so. I guess it depends upon like how positive or negative or really balanced, I suppose, that you are on that spectrum. In a certain way, I would suppose that you would almost in that essence have to be transparent. You know, if you're becoming lighter, so you're a medium that light can shine through crystal, 
plus greater that you would have to then be transparent in nature. So the truth in some ways to me also like correlates with transparency. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just think, I don't know why that came to me, but, but it's something that's really quite cool. And then also, I know it also came up to me in my, in my head. There's a really cool graph on um, something called the Ascension Glossary. I think I, I shared this with you. And there is a kind of like a samsara circle, like a karmic circle, um, essentially encompassing many of the lower dimensions, you know, into the three, four. But then greater than that, you might go into the oversoul. And then just, I don't have this memorized, but then there's the monad or the Buddha. It might have been like the Buddhahood, the Buddha mind and greater dimensions, the monad or vice versa. Until the point you get to a time where you're not divided from God's source or all that is. So like when we think of like where Jesus is tuning in from, he's just at a very higher level to where in that level, like we would think of a body like, okay, well, Ben's here, right? Ben is now in Ann Arbor, Michigan, but on their level, it would be like, well, Ben can be, in Seattle, Ben could be in Los Angeles, Ben could be anywhere. It's like you can, you can split your consciousness up and it doesn't divide that you are. And so that's kind of in essence, I would think, um, and I'm thinking kind of more with my rational mind, how that, that frequency projects out as a transmitter. Oh man, the stuff. I mean, you could just go down a million rabbit holes. Mm. Like you said, like splitting up your consciousness and if we're living simultaneously in other lives, I mean, you just go wild. Let's get it's back to that game. schizophrenic. <laughs> people are like, yeah, some people are right with us. Like, yeah, this is super interested. I've heard that. I'm into it. I want to know more. And others are like, these people are crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. it's, it's wild. What a cool time to be able to just discuss it. Um, for sure. Okay. Well, that was really neat. Thank you for yeah, you're welcome. accessing that. That was really, really cool. Uh, the one... The one thing, sorry, Lauren, yeah. um, that came to me as well is in one of my QHHT messages that I had with somebody who's um, a huge channeler, chair reader, uh, etc. is I brought Jesus into our session because I felt called just to, to speak directly um, outside of just channeling alone. And also I thought it would be powerful with my ego aside that she listened to it based upon um, some of her kind of like stories that, that may, that that she might have needed that. And so I did. And it was just the idea that some have forgotten me was the overall trend Mm -hmm. is the Jesus that's portrayed. And I don't mean to offend those in in like, you know, Christianity and the the Catholic church or other places um, because I've been in there as well and I love them all for where they're at yeah. is that there is a, a greater like understanding at hand is that that Jesus or that Jesus there is not being worshiped the same. It's, it's very, it's a different practice. Yes. Um, I could go into the Eucharist and whatnot, but it's a different practice. Yeah. Uh, also, the messages that are kind of being channeled to like the whole people in perpetual fear, fear. If I don't get this right, 
if I do wrong, I'm screwed forever. Right. Um, and also just to say like, what, what is it that we value now? Like you think about it, many, some may only go once a week, once every other week, mm-hmm. holiday season, once a month. And then it's like, when you go there at that time period, you're all in. But then when you leave that space, sometimes it goes awry. Sure. It's like instantaneous, like attitude switch. Yeah, that's true. And so it's like, hey, listen, like that's the world that I designed it. You know, I, in addition to all others of those that designed it, didn't, didn't design it this way. And I'm going to try to give you a warning right now that if you don't like get your act straight, like you're not going to have a world, which, you know, thousands of later, you know, thousands of years later, here we are. Right. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I, I think that's my biggest turnoff actually, because I've been, I went to a Christian college and I've read the Bible and I've had, you know, different exposure and different beliefs over the years, but I, I really don't like the idea of fearing God and fearing and always you're going to be, you're a sinner, you were born a sinner. And I'm like, I feel like it's the complete opposite. I think we are born pure and wonderful. And then when we are old enough by influence or just naturally your ego, you start understanding, you listen to your brain and not your soul or your, you know, getting in touch with the higher realms. And I just think it's like so the opposite of truly our true essence. I think we are loving beings. It's just on this earth, we evil and fear, you know, our egos that take over. It's very easy to get sucked into that stuff. So mm. I don't like all that fear stuff. I mean, no. I know it's put into no. place in a way to like, you know, don't do the, you know, you shall, shall not kill your neighbor and all these things. And it's like, fear God I just I don't know I think God is is love and I I don't know I have a hard time with that so I find that's why I think it's really cool to have you on the show because like I said you have a very scientific you you do have a true personal understanding of uh faith you know Christianity you've been in the church the Bible like I love that you have the knowledge of that stuff but then you also are bringing in a whole different perspective that many have never thought about I honestly didn't until, you know, basically COVID happened. So, okay, so this is newer for you. I mean, some of these, like, um, some of these ideas and thought forms. Yeah. It's, it's still yet new, but some of them, the seeds were planted long ago. Yeah. But you're channeling and stuff. Like when did that start? I mean, that started just with COVID and whatnot. Okay. That's really neat. And then just to kind of like give people an understanding is like, I know for many people like sports in this world is highly valued. Right. And I myself play different sports through college. I enjoy a lot of things, even, even in so much as like my performance business was based around, around like professional golf. But what really did it for me is this like emotional understanding is like, okay, so I've, I've basically like worked at like, um, kind of like developing my outer layer. But like, why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I go in a hundred percent all in like an athletic or a determined like mindset, just this like fiery essence to equally strengthen my mind, you know, my, my celestial minor or my higher mind, my higher consciousness. Right. And then why wouldn't I strengthen my heart from an emotional standpoint? Think about how many hearts are broken. Yeah. Think about how many hearts are failing. 
I mean, the number one killer, or not really number one, one of four killers is coronary artery disease. Yeah. I mean, that's just not even to go down to its derivation or its origination of how it started. But in an energetic, you know, energetic world, at least it could be just like hearts that are not experiencing the love and joy that they were meant to do. They were programmed and designed to do. But it manifests in like heart disease or... And of course, I mean, if you're eating like crap and stuff, we know that can cause that too, or smoking, but also at the same time, like, why were you doing those things? Were you comforting yourselves because you weren't feeling love? It, you know what I mean? Like it, I totally believe that a lot of our health problems and um, chronic illness and, and, you know, causes of death come from, it's a deeper spiritual, there's a meaning there, there are blockages or there were things that were, yeah, that's very interlaced, definitely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So it's more been more recent. Um, so what else have you been channeling with Jesus specifically just with what's going on in the world? I mean, yeah, very much so. Um, even just the idea of like God, you know, when you say that I I am, I am that I am, Mm -hmm. um, and, and in terms of those contexts, it'd be like, rule, not rules, fundamental principles of the universe, like laws of the universe is that there's a law of free will, a law of freedom, a law of sovereignty within the one infinite creator. Cause you, cause it's all the same. And if there was think about it in like in a humanity, a human term, which is also an interesting name to break down because I think of hue, the root word, a color, mm-hmm. wavelength manifested. So hue man mm-hmm. manifestation is one that would abide that, that humans are free, they're sovereign and they're gods. So if just basic like logic, if that, like if the world here and and earth did not abide and align in that same instance, then why wouldn't there be a higher evolved and advanced species being taking over us now, like taking over our civilization at this time? Mm -hmm. Because they could, in an essence of technology advancement. I mean, think about like the billions of light years that 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 basically the universe originated Mm -hmm. i mean however that time and space would need to get to where we are Mm -hmm. has all this time to evolve in technology and telepathic and other ability i mean even think about that imagine a group of beings here that were telepathic in nature would be not and i'm not trying here to brood fear because they those that play on that level play an entirely play from an entirely different playbook is that, that they're not able to intervene. Right. So, so essentially, I guess what I'm getting back to is that the fundamental like laws of the universe is that those beings rule in a sense of freedom and free will. So in terms of how this applies to us now is my question to ask is, are we living is in a world right now in which that we're at, that we're living from a basis of sovereignty and a basis of 
free will um, and a basis of being God? And the answer to that is clearly no. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's populations that are not able to, to live freely at this time. I mean, without even having specifics, but there's in so much, so many different criterion um, that we can essentially dichotomize if, if we will, or, or make it greater. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to decide like how I want to, how, how we want to go with this, but I know <laughs> just so many things. Um, okay. Has he said any, anything specific? I mean, you can just, we don't even have to put opinions in or make it any certain which way, but just like, has he given any just guidance on like, you know, I think a lot of people right now are very like, what do I do with my health? What do I do with the decisions I'm putting in my body? What do I do? Um, I guess maybe is it just an overall like trust yourself and you should be the one to choose or have you gotten any, anything mm. just like, holy smokes. Yeah. Like, did I not say for it's written, <laughs> do not fear, Sure. do not be afraid. How many times did I have to write that in that single book? Right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yet, all of our society, it seems as though what was being pushed very, down very our throat much fear is fear, 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 fear this, fear that. Oh, it's exhausting. It's. How is one not perpetually afraid when your batteries are literally being drained all the time? Yeah. You know? Brainwashed into being fearful all the time, whether it's not even just now with what, I mean, this has been going on for forever, but I think a lot of people are finally waking up to it, which is, and maybe sure. again, I think we've talked about this and I've talked about this on podcast people. How, how are you saying this world's getting better and awakening? Well, there's a lot of people that have come out just within COVID. Like look at all the gifts that you've been receiving with the channeling and some of this sure. new knowledge and your new perspective. And I started this podcast in the early, you know, year earlier this year. And there's a lot of people that are doing some really cool things and people are starting to wake up like, oh my gosh, this something just doesn't seem right. Trusting your intuition. There's a lot of good stuff coming out right now. And I think this fear and the crumbling of certain aspects of society or government, financial system, it may seem stressful on the surface, but it's forcing us to look within. It's forcing us to change our lives. It's like really, it's a gift. Um, but this has been going on for our whole lives. I mean, it, whether it was fear, the weather, the storm that's coming up and you look at the news, it's always like amplified and fearful and it's with everything. Why, you know, remember 2000 was going to hit and the world was going to end and like just <laughs> with everything, you know, every year the flu looks like it's going to be really bad this year. And it's like, it's always kills a certain amount of people. Like we know this, like there's nothing really different, um, so I think it's, yeah, I think this is a huge thing right now that's come up. And for me personally, too, my spiritual journey is just like not to fear, not to fear. Like I am mm-hmm. trusting the universe. Like it's as simple as that. I don't, ha- I, I can acknowledge it, but I don't want to hold on to it. I, I don't find that it's helpful and I, I don't want to give into it. When I learned that fear was the lowest vibration, I thought, hell no. Like I want to be in high vibes, like love and, you know, just like trust, compassion, forgiveness. Like I don't have time to sit around worrying about stuff. And it's easier said than done. I'm a human. Like, trust me, I have my moments, but. Which means that you're instantaneously asked to shift when you get there. If, If your intention is to be in a high vibratory state and magnitude, that just means that when you do shift into the lower vibration. So it's like, if you have kind of your zero line and you have the same magnitude, but different direction, like bliss mm-hmm. 
and probably perpetual state of fear, almost near fragmentation that you could be any certain way. So like, however that you notice your, yourself going, you can get back there. So kind of like what you've probably said, I would would assume in the past is like, I just want to be on top for as long as possible for when I come back, that I can instantaneously shift again. Yeah. And it, um, yeah, in some ways with practice, not always, because then life events can happen that it's just hard, but day to day types of things. Um, it is easier the more you practice it because you recognize it's coming in, you have your feelings, but then you're able to kind of like move through it and stuff. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's interesting to watch yourself, like what you used to fear and what you've let go. And then it comes back in and you recognize it. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. a lifelong practice, but, um, once you're conscious, you know, you can come back up and I don't know, it's interesting. Or you can use that fear as, um, propel, you can propel yourself and, and challenge yourself as your greatest teacher. Right. Right. Yeah. And in some, in some, um, yeah, it could be the most wonderful teacher. Mm-hmm. And, and in some instances, the fear that might still be there still is protective in nature. That's true. And, yeah. You know, from a survival sense, that's if that's true. necessary. Yeah. If it's not necessary, which is in some ways, we've almost like psychologically programmed that each instant, instant that we might like dip into fear, that that, that respiratory rate the you know the heart rate everything is the same it's the same potential it's the same like magnitude of that fear it's not you're sometimes like we've been programmed now in some ways with this sense of technology and the instantaneous like nature of it is it's hardcore fear all the time and it's not like little small mini bites you know it just boom hit it like, and, and it's, you know, quite, it's not wonderful. And then, you know, to go to your statement regarding, you know, the news is you got to make money, right? Here we go. Which master are we serving? Yeah. Uh, And and negativity (laughs) spreads way faster and gets way more views. Absolutely. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. And you're right. Like it is, we have fear and flight or flight and anxiety for a reason. It's protective measure. Uh, But like you said, if you were out in the wild and back in the day, our ancestors, you see a wild animal or there's something's breaking down, you know, a storm, your hut's falling apart. Like, ah, let's, we got to fix this. It's fine. It's normal. (laughs) It's ingrained in us for survival. But like you said, a constant state that is not healthy Mm -hmm. spiritually, physically, and we have a big choice right now and a pivotal moment to you either continue to be sucked into that or you become conscious and what else, what can we, what else are we, let's look at someone else here. Like what else is going on? Sure. Um, okay. <laughs> before I, I was going to go back to something else, but before I do, is there any, anything else you want to say on that or um, just with what's been coming through or nothing more on the fear. Okay. But I know this is definitely coming for, through is that your human minds are always looking for dates. Hmm. The right time will be the right time. Okay. I already told you, I'm not going to tell you what time that the second coming is coming, but just plan that it's happening. It's a clear manifestation. And to be aware of, of those that will come in my name as false prophets. Hmm. This one channeling never said to be Jesus, if you will, never said to 
make miracles happen. But although for your understanding, some miracles might indeed happen. But just to understand that more and more we'll be tuning into the frequency. More and more we'll be awaking and arising. Did I not say that I would help those arise that are from the dead? What is resurrection? Is it not an ego death? Is it not a better understanding? Is it not awaking to true nature? So just understand you'll be able to feel into the vibrations to those that might claim that they come in my name. However, don't be fooled. And I've told you before, and I'll pleasantly tell you again. There you go. That's what I got. Yeah. You heard it here, everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, yeah. Some good stuff. Do you, mm. And just back to the that question, the big question I asked about all this, because like you had referenced my other show with Augie, he was saying he's been channeling a lot with Jesus too. Is he just noticing that there's, an opening there's people receptive to this now you guys are we're ready for this there's there's a lot going on in the world we might need that extra help from him is that why he's kind of coming through more i i, I think and as as the veil like we've never hit the state of come maybe i don't know if i can make that claim yeah because maybe in the past civilizations um we've never we've never hit this state of consciousness before as a collective yeah. maybe that's it well and even if we have it this is a unique probably yeah a unique version like i mean it's its own you know what i mean it's its special own experience collectively that we're yeah a yeah. mass awakening mm-hmm so in, in essence, actually, I'm just getting kind of this picture. So imagine now we're getting closer to the veil if the veil is even there. Mm. And when I say the veil, imagine this illu- illusionary kind of mesh, if you will. Yeah. Not be able to see the light. Or like amnesia. We have forgot where we've come from. We, we can't Correct. see anything or remember anything from before we're here on this earth. Right. right. That amnesia. Yeah, you're right. But a veil, I use that term all the time too, but it's a good for people that may not understand that. Think of it as an amnesia. Like we don't really understand where we are before here. We don't know where we go as we, after we die. But a lot of people are like you, I mean, starting to get stuff coming through that had never had that happen before. Mm -hmm. And that's this collective awakening that everyone keeps talking about. So there's the time for the darkness where the light's meant to shine through. Mm-hmm. Now imagine there's not enough, like if, it, if it's like a kind of a mesh, imagine the holes are becoming greater mm-hmm. and imagine the essentially this like luminescence going through even brighter mm-hmm. and it goes back to the light. <laughs> like again, yeah. it's kind of nuts. It is. So I, so I would only assume that more people would then be able to tune in. Yeah. Very, I you know, I believe that. And I wonder why now, because there's been a lot of bad times on earth. It's, an, I mean, I know it's just an evolutionary thing. Like I get the premise, but if I'm trying to like, you know, you really think about it, it's just like, why is it happening now? It's just the way that it's all working energetically, I guess. Because organically, organically, 
it hasn't happened in this way mm-hmm. to imagine you can get the most, that's it. You're like a farmer. You're trying to gain the most harvest mm-hmm. to reap the greatest. And those past other times was not the time. Okay. Quote unquote, right. if there's such a thing. <laughs> so yeah, it just, now is it. Yeah. I don't know why now. I guess it's it. Yeah. Go read Eckhart Tolle's book. That's what all started for me. Power of Now now. and Mm -hmm. a new earth. Yep. Which is, that was talked about a long, you know, I don't know what that was over 10 years ago, whenever 12, whatever he came out that book. And now look, even just in 10, 12 years, how many more people are really have grown and talking about this stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. We're bouncing all over, but I did want to, cause I, I, I don't think a lot of people know who raw is. You brought up raw. Hmm. Uh, so that would, is he the sun, kind of like a sun God from Egypt? Yeah. And uh, a lot of people may, well, some people that know him, how I know it's like he, he's, um, quoted a lot, like the, the law of one, we are one. He talks all, all about that and he'll, I am raw. And then he says, yeah. you know, <laughs> so is he also like someone that can be accessed through prayer meditations? Is he a guide? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A collective guide. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Time and space that, that many of those, many of those that came here that were those gods inhabited this area, uh, inhabited the earth, lived among, like lived among us, Mm -hmm. call it, be it the Anunnaki, call it the Nephilim, call it, you know, many by many names, but they lived to be here. Mm -hmm. And so Ra was also equally one of them. So Ra was here in a human mm-hmm. form at one time. Okay. And we had actually been talking about this. Um, you'll have to check out. Is your video public on YouTube? The, yeah. Where were you? Oh, yeah. Okay. He had remote, Ben had remote viewed with a friend of his and they went kind of back to Egypt and accessed Ra and they were channeling it. And I've, you know, read about this stuff before too, but you were kind of mentioning and correct me, I might butcher this, but good. Atlantis and there's different, there's been, you know, tons of theories or obviously people channeling and there's, we've civilizations have been further along technologically speaking than we are even now. And a lot of us are just taught obviously in school that, you know, people might call this conspiracy, whatever. It's just a fun talking point, if anything, but I, I do believe in it. Um, that, you know, there's been tons of civilizations that have been wiped out, whether it's like natural disasters or whatever. So the idea is, when the Egyptians came in history, were they very intertwined with different ETs and spiritual guides during that time? And then just over the civilization, that stuff has obviously been muddled down, hidden, or like those, you know, ETs left and didn't start interfering. That's too long to get into all of that, but um, at least just in this episode. But my point is in past civilizations like that. And I think because we, um, Look at the Egyptian as such a, I don't know what the right word is, enlightened you know, human humanity, this group of people just so in tune and they believe in reincarnation and all these different gods and different things that we study. Um, that's what we're speaking about this time period with Ra. I guess I'm trying to figure out how to like ask this. It just, mm-hmm. there's been past civilizations that are talking about the same things and living out the things that we're talking about now, but they were so much more ingrained in their daily lives. But then over you know, centuries and thousands upon thousands of years, it's just been like hidden from us and lost. 
Um, but now it's resurfacing again. It's like, there's just these continual, like, I don't know how to describe it. Um, maybe you can do better. Like there, there are little pieces that are given to us that sea scrolls. There are like in, in our history. Correct. Yeah. Uh, that are there, you know, verifiable, but it's there, there are excavations continuously going on, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be on like, for example, like the ocean floor, they now have, you know, they now have some form of what would be similar to, um, I'm trying to think of the word of what the whales and dolphins project mm-hmm. out to understand spatial recognition. Yeah. I know. Oh, you, the yeah. sonar. Sonar. Yeah. They have a sonar capabilities through some of the lobes mm-hmm. of their brain and, and through there to see images well, we have some of those 3d what mm-hmm. would be like a ct scan yep. we have this like 3d sonar area to be able to see like are we proving now that atlantis exists yeah. are we proving now that lemuria you know lemuria exists are we proving that there are layers under rome and greece and egypt and these other areas that do unfortunately like due to calamities um essentially the big flood in Egypt. How about Pompeii? You know, huge, huge events that, I mean, you realize how much ash that we got to go through to get down to like those types of, hate to call it fossils, but essentially a fossil, if you will, Mm -hmm. to prove existence. So in in essence, kind of like to like sort of circle back with you is Egypt was one of the last you'd say truly enlightened mm-hmm. civilizations. Yes. And that's, I know that's a really hard thing to say, but just understand that the Greeks got their information from the Egyptians right. in time and it's a horizontal timeline. But how one time it came to me is imagine, imagine images, right? Imagine a kid, uh, an engineer, like who hasn't heard of kids wanting to rip apart radios to put them back together to understand their parts. Mm-hmm. Same thing with cars, same thing with other things. So who's to say in time and space that those types of engineers, even pro- like the galactics prior to Atlantis, Lemuria, Egypt, who said that they couldn't have gone through a de-evolution mm-hmm. only to evolve again, right. in which that it's all happening all at once. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, the technology had been lost. It's, it's been redone. And then, you know, the Egyptians probably hadn't much of it left or for those and how it survived, if you will, down through the cycle mm-hmm. to here we are today, where in some ways we've kind of hit that net zero timeline to where we were in complete darkness now look to see where we are at and look to see the relatively call it quantum world. That's literally on the brink of taking place and technology advancements and other AI consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. The, the AI technology. That's Uh, getting uncomfortable. (laughs) Right. But however, if that's, that's two different narratives then between a artificial intelligence, which is synthetically made as compared to natural intelligence or the intelligence that was in consciousness. 
And then there's like plant-based technology to then further enhance, mm-hmm. you know, your brain and um, be able to reconnect. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing that probably helped me within my channel is either having like a mushroom trip or even being open-minded to cannabis because my, I was very rigid mm-hmm. in my thought forms and very close to the idea yeah. for the longest time until 33, which is very interesting now to think about it and the meaning of the number. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Jesus died. I mean, it just was very interesting, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that was kind of the whole point of bringing that up. One, you had mentioned Ross. I wanted to clarify for some people who didn't know and are interested in this stuff. You might want to go study him. He's It's really cool, like learning um, just about some of the um, wisdom. You know, he'll, he'll drop like little wisdom uh, text you can find out on different spiritual pages. And there's books, of course, right, that have his, like, scripture, if you will, or whatever. But um, I think that was the biggest thing for me, like, when I, we've spoke about this before, and I've talked, I think I've talked about this on this podcast, The Great Awakening Map, you can Google it. Um, we both follow his Instagram account, which is really cool. But um, mm-hmm. that was a large part of my spiritual awakening, was learning about things like that and starting to put history together. And I think that's my biggest thing when I was skeptical or other people were skeptical and I start connecting dots because as a human, it's helpful to have like factual things like, okay, I'm on the right path because not everyone's getting stuff channeling through. And if you are great, um, but I also think it is nice, just feels cool. And also it's just like a fun hobby to kind of study things, right? And like the coincidences, like you were saying the word human and like breaking it down. I'd never heard of that or thought of that or even mother earth. Why is it called mother earth, a feminine? Well, I've just recently learned through several different mediums that you can channel with mother earth and mother earth is a conscious being. I never would have thought of planets as being conscious, but I mean, think about it. They're living, they're literally like living organisms and trees and every, like the ecosystem. And we're Mm -hmm. living, like it's fascinating to me who named it mother earth way back. There was probably a reason for it. We just don't think about it. And, um, the last thing I'll say on that is to think about Egyptians when I was doing all this studying and this is no proof, just something I put together myself. We think of guides as angels, guardian angels with wings. Why do they have wings? Why are they portrayed in this certain light, light, right? In religious paintings. And then I was learning that ETs and aliens have this huge, you know, um, relation with helping us and, and are often our guides, the good ones at least. And um, I saw pictures of blue avians, which is a species, an ET species, blue, bird-like, blue feathers and wings. And I'm thinking to myself, is that a correlation with us? You know what I mean? Like maybe that was channeled through at some yeah. point and then saints or religious paintings of human-like figures with wings on the back. Like I can't prove that, but I'm just thinking like that's really interesting. Where do, do people even think or question those things? It could have been, or same with the Egyptians and the all their little drawings and stuff. There are things that look like spaceships. I mean, what is there to even really debate? Like this is, it's in history all over. You just have to kind of connect your own dots and find your own truth. So I think it's, if you look deeper, there's just, it's, this can't be coincidence after coincidence. I mean, it's, it's fascinating. Is the there's point. a large amount of impossibility if, you know, after a certain point in time yeah. from a mathematical standpoint. Yeah. Um, I know there was another point that I just hadn't to make, but yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, it, it's very interesting, very, it's, very wonderful in nature. It is cool. And if anything, it's just neat that you never thought about something your whole life, right? I'm 37 and I'm like, 
I literally like never, why I just figured it was like a loving and endearing, like, oh, mother earth. But like, right. she literally is our mother. Like it's our home. Like, I don't know. And, you know, a lot of us that believe we're ascending and moving into a higher dimension, mother earth is finally like moving forward and you're the going or you're not. And she didn't want to leave us behind. Right. Like I've heard that. Sure. Like, didn't want to leave her children behind, but she's going and you're either not or you are. So, you know, it's, the, yeah. Go ahead. No, go that's ahead. All. No, I was say, it's just fascinating. So it is. And you, you know, as you're talking about the mother, um, I'm studying the Kabbalah right now, uh, doing as it's kind of giving more contextual awareness through tarot is that, you know, mother bears a creation, the father, the father can't even do that. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, the womb, like space, like being the womb mm-hmm. and, and all of her creation would be all of the stars, the planets right. and everything from there. And yeah, it might've originated from, from a all encompassing energy, a, a fire-like energy. Which could and be masculine. Be in in nature, I would suppose, Maybe. yeah, it would yeah. be a, a masculine. But then, in order to have one, then you must have the other. Right. So then, that replication and and sort of the split yep. between the father and the mother. So it's just kind of interesting. It is interesting. But there is uh, one thing that just kind of was just thinking about to come in. You know, one of the one of the reasons, just as we've talked about before, is not to fear death. And because like now at this time, there's a massive perpetual fear that we're going to lose the loved ones of all ages mm-hmm. and all people and all humanity. And, you know, that's kind of like pretty heavy to take in, right? Because on our own time, I don't want my loved ones to die. Right. I don't want my friends to die if I were to put it in a specific context, but when they go, how they go, that was on their terms. So think about that when they go and how they go, if that was from 2019 to this date, however they go, it was by their design. And in which they like, when Christ said that he was going to resurrect souls of the living and the dead to move on to the next area, to the new earth, or maybe some people when they, when they are done living on, on earth, if you will, maybe they didn't contract to go to the new earth. Maybe they went to, they go to a different planet, you know? So that even like raises that idea as well. But this understanding that we've really made it, about in some ways our own ego it's like putting our will on them i want you to stay Mm. it's thy will be done my will will be done Mm. you know for for me for what i need right it's not on somebody else's and so however you're called back home is you're called home right and and if if many people would connect with that idea again and just honestly make peace with that. Maybe some of the times that we're going through now, there's not this sudden, sudden current narrative that might be fearful in nature. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not to demonize one side or the other. 
Cause it was forever your best way for you to, to gradually be um, your highest form and, and best self right. kind of moving forward. So it'd be, if you contracted to live your life one way versus the other, it's okay. Um, kind of feel like I'm losing a little bit of the point, but just this nature that we've been so far like conditioned that, you know, if something's going to happen, that will be our imminent death. Well, if it is, then it is. And if it's not, it's not, you know? Yeah. We add a lot of meaning to it naturally, attachment mm-hmm. and other things, our emotions, but yeah, I mean, it, I think there's a lot of stuff that's contracted in and you may be needed in another realm or another place on the other side. I've heard that too. Um, but I think that having, believing there's an eternal soul gives comfort that it's not, over it's just over in this plane right now yeah totally yes yeah and we had talked a lot more about that on the other episode that's why we're kind of bringing that in here so again try to tune into that first one because it kind of brings some context but um i love that we we go down rabbit holes and we jump all over the place there's a lot to talk about (laughs) yeah Um, encompassing for sure yeah i would love to keep going i think this is a good stopping point just because you know, it's a lot to take in. And I think if people are curious in some of those topics, I encourage you guys to, to go kind of research. That's, I mean, I think how you've probably learned about a lot of the stuff, not just the channeling, but just the informational aspect of it. Some of the terms that we talk about and then studying that in your own meditations or talking to people. Um, I mean, that's, that's the cool thing. There are a lot of resources, a lot of mediums, a lot of channelers, a lot of people uh, for their own experiences talking about these terminologies the law of one, you know, ascension, new earth, all this stuff. If you're not familiar with it, there's so many cool resources out there. Like we talked about Eckhart Tolle or um, meditate and find your own truths. You can study other religions, um, podcasts like this. But I think it's really, really cool that this is becoming a mass conversation, like a collective conversation and we have like you and me that would have never met otherwise talking about this oh, stuff. Like, you're right. It's so cool. Yeah. I mean, just to connect across the country really. Mm. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that I think about right now is, can I, do I ask myself, was COVID a bad thing? No, because I mean, like many, it forced you to slow down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like think about just slow, like getting to the zero point, getting to that state of, excuse me, that state of infinity, Mm -hmm. just like really just slowing everything down and if 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 jesus could have like one probably instance and and anybody else to say hey your guides and whatnot is make space for me Mm. we've cluttered our lives with too many things and obligations that aren't necessary that are Mm self-imposed and and it's something where to literally make space like when are you it's like when when are you making space for you to your needs and that need is to tune back in it's like how how are you charging the battery back up how are you plugging back in how are you coming back home and and literally just like making space i mean that's 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 the design right now that that would be the antithesis of um god consciousness is to distract to perpetually keep you in fear. Oh yeah. And that's what I think, you know, some of it is fun. I mean, we're all human. Like I enjoy watching, you know, shows or like 
going and doing things socially. And some of it is great for us and you can learn experiences. I'm not dogging on it, but yeah, you're right. A lot of what we were doing before though. And I like to like, I'm not going to say like, you're bad if you go to the mall or I've gone to the mall. I'm just saying like going to the mall, going to restaurants, like going out, going to parties, like traveling all the time, like doing all these things all the time. They aren't necessary. They're fun. They're extras and they're part of our human experience. They're fine. But like you said, they're distractions. Mm-hmm. constant entertainment, Hollywood, the media, it's all distractions constantly and, you know, being thrown at you and it's basically making you think a certain way versus you actually looking within. So yeah, I do. I think there is a beauty to some of those lockdowns, even though I think socially those are not. It not sucks. Right. <laughs> it sucked. It sucked it from sucked. a professional standpoint. Even our clinic yeah. had to, you know, shut yeah. down. But it so, yeah, forced it all of us to slow down the whole world and I think there's going to be other things that are going to continue to happen, whether it's natural disasters, um, things, with the economy. I, I just really do believe just from the patterns, I think you could just see it. And also like a lot of channelers and stuff are just saying there's get ready. Like this is part of the awakening process. I think a lot of things have to be stripped away for mm-hmm. you to understand. A lot of comforts have to be stripped away. So it's a wild ride. But uh, you can find beauty in, within the challenge. And uh, I think it's actually a gift, like you said. So, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, honestly, it was well said. Um, the last kind of one thing that's bringing me up or it's coming up to me that he's bringing to the surface is this, is that if you want your God code activated, it's within you already activate it and in your human form the word junk dna is there it's not junk it's only waiting to be assembled well why don't you ask for it and just through that you'll be able to plug in and there is something else that that is trying to make make known i'm trying to get it back and just ask was essentially just to, no, we already covered that, to tune in. I know I could definitely uh, sort of like tune into that, but but I guess that like my own human brain's like, ah, uh, oh, this is okay. no good. This is great. It, it's just like, take a look at many different activations. Take a look at, at many different, you know, pieces of information. Take a look at those that, that have like uh, light language, if you will. Those are all activators. There's all things waiting for you, gifts to be, you know, delivered and just creating just that uh, awareness to those masses. Mm. Spread the word as much as you can. You know, it's almost like for all those that are trying to speak truth and the positivity into the world, there almost needs to be two, three, even for every one of the negative that's there mm-hmm. just for the, to equalize the weight of travel, Yes, you know, and really, I want to say it's roughly five to eight. So there needs to be five to eight times greater, like positivity wow. than the negativity. We got some work to do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I love it. I mean, like you said, you hadn't really been channeling before and now looking like I feel like I've had a lot of like really cool experiences that have been coming through in the last couple of years. It's possible. And my job is not to sell this on people or try to convince you're either ready or you're not. But if you're curious about it, you have what you need inside. And I'm working on that too, just believing in it more and accessing and setting aside the time to do it. But I mean, you know, 
It's in movies all the time. I've talked to plenty of guests that have had interactions with ETs and they talk about this crazy stuff like telepathic communication and look, you're getting stuff coming through. Mm-hmm. It's in history. It's in the Bible. It's it's written in the book. Sure. It's um it's available. Speaking in tongues. Yeah. Uh, I know even someone for those that want to talk about acts. Someone's gonna come no. in the comments here. I was actually thinking about that and like you need a translator and <laughs> you were speaking in English though, but if you were starting to yell out random things we would have needed a translator even even in so much as this like (laughs) i don't know if you want that on your show um but even so much as this what what tiffany and i learned from our show together just on youtube for those that want to check out the stargate remote viewing um through egypt and we went to the planet draco is this that there is a light language that's there and so if you go on to that, that video, essentially, there is kind of like a negativity, a whisper, a darkness that's ultimately there. So imagine the light language not only being activation, but it's a resistance to the resistance, meaning it's the shield that mm-hmm. just allows, you know, to allows for the light to go through and to shield the darkness yeah, there. Yeah. Totally. And that's another thing to mention if you're practicing channeling or you're thinking about this stuff is to always protect your, ask for protection while you're, you're, you know, if you're getting anything coming in, because you want to make sure it's of the best, you know, highest good. So you can always do your white light of protection. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Oh, this is so good. Thank you. You're Um, welcome. Thanks for, thanks again for having me. Oh gosh, definitely. Um, My pleasure. Super honored too. Oh, thank you. I, I love having you on and I love our, our variety, our random conversation going all over the place. Um, remind people where they can find you online. Sure. Sure. You can find me at Starseed Mystic, spelled with a Q at the end, mm-hmm. um, on Instagram. And then as well as my company name will be Myers Quintessential Healing. Uh, as it's being developed just by my web developer right now. Sure. I can't wait to just unleash it onto the world. Yeah, yeah that's where you can find me. Uh, and, and honestly, just for all those that are in place and ready for that, just don't hold people on pedestals. Just know that we're both students and teachers and masters at the same time. And and just for many, seek those that have ego to the side and and I can tell you this is I'm purely not doing any of this for, for the money. Like, just like you, just like many others, like it's the mission to spread the word. Light warriors. Absolutely. Totally. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll put your information in the um, show notes as well. So cool. All right. Thanks so much, Ben. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for watching. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Remember, this is part two. You can check out part one. I hope you learned something, gained some perspective, protect yourself, wishing you the best on this journey. You can find me on Instagram at Real Lauren Live and my website, Lauren.Live. Bye, everybody.